You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Beyond the Imprint with host Kate O'Connell. We can change what is outside of us by simply changing ourselves, says writer, artist, and family therapist Kate O'Connell. Beyond the Imprint will provide a new framework for understanding everything we experience from birth to death. So please welcome the host of Beyond the Imprint, Kate O'Connell. Welcome to Beyond the Imprint. I'm your host, Kate O'Connell. And we are coming to you live from Charlottesville, Virginia, on the Bold Braid Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. So this is the place where all of my listeners and my guests can gather every week, and we're going to continue to take a radical journey together in which we continue to swim against the current of our collective unconscious imprinting. So what exactly does that mean? Excuse me, the pollen is uh, quite something down here in Virginia, and uh, I might be clearing my throat from time to time. So without having any clear understanding of what's informing our behaviors and relationship patterns that have us having experiences that are not welcome, we talk about our personal imprinting at the cellular level. And we also talk about how we interact with our environment and those people in it that reinforce it. So we have a theme that's going to be emerging today um, with the guest that I'm going to be bringing on and introducing at the end of this segment. I'm very excited for her to be joining us. And one of the ways that we're going to be talking about this theme is the relationship between the individual and the reflection in the collective. And I have a quote that talks about this using slightly different language. It's entitled The Part, The Whole, and The Essence. And it's authored by Tzvi Freeman, a rabbi and scholar of the Torah and the Kabbalah. Uh, This is a very, very profound quote, and it's going to help us flow into uh, what it is we're going to actually be talking about today. So Tzvi writes, each of these three things, space, time, and consciousness can be grasped from its outside or from its inside, or at its essence. At the surface, each place is its own place, each moment its own moment, each person his or her own individual. Within each place is a facet of all space, each moment a snapshot of all time, each person another face to humanity, for the whole is reflected in each of its parts. But there is also an essence to each thing, its essential life, 
that the essence, there is no distinction between the whole and the part. When you touch the essence of a thing, you find there more than a reflection. You find this place is space. This moment is time. This person is humankind. With our minds, we can reach inside a thing to reach its essence. That essence must speak to us of its own. And this is another way of talking about Heaven on Earth, which is the title of his book, uh, from which this quote comes. So the outer being a reflection of the inner, as above, so below. Uh, this is a theme that uh, we'll be bringing down to the individual perspective. And in the theme of ebb and flow, which we'll always be talking about on this show as a reminder of what we're constantly participating in. Breath in, breath out. Ebb and flow. Individual in relationship to the collective. And the journey that we embark on every week where we get to go wide in our understanding and expand in our awareness and deepen our insight into the fact that despite being individuals, we are very much connected to what is outside of us, the natural world and all of humankind. And until we can get to this place, there will always be expressions of competitiveness, competition, lack war, conflict, because we're constantly defending what we believe to be true about ourselves and reality in general. We're very stuck in our positions. And until we can get past our tendency and our need to defend ourselves, we won't be able to have these very wide experiences, <clears throat> excuse me, that come from this process of awakening in which we get to have glimpses that in fact without diminishing the self, and actually quite the opposite, we are very much connected to anyone and everything that is outside of us. And so today, we're going to be talking to a very dear friend and colleague of mine. Her name is Cheryl Hopkins. And Cheryl is a very gifted evolutionary astrologer. And what's exciting about the language and the framework of astrology is it speaks to everything that I have just been talking about. It, it helps us understand. It is a language and it is a framework that helps us understand that at the moment we are born, we have aspects that we're working with throughout the course of our life. It's reflected in our natal chart. And I've learned from Cheryl over the years to think about the fact that I have come here to develop the highest expression of my own personal natal chart. And in doing so, uh, I heal my imprinting from this lifetime and other lifetimes. And in healing, I get to have a wider, more heartful experience, a lighter experience, a gentler experience, in which it's much easier to recognize that there is fundamentally no separation between myself and those people who I'm in relationship and what's playing out on the screens that we are uh, observing every day. And so we want to get beyond the belief that what is outside of us 
is not a part of us and that we are not a part of that. And I found that astrology is a really very dynamic and and very complex and very profound language and framework that takes us on this journey. And what's exciting in the relationship that I've had with Cheryl over the nine years that I've known her is I'm developing my own language and my own framework through the modality and working with my clients. And she is very learned in in her framework of as an evolutionary astrologer. And it's really interesting because we have these dynamic conversations that show up often that are very spontaneous in which we realize that despite the fact that we may be using different language, we're talking always about the same thing. And what's had me think that having her on the show is very timely is because of my own awareness with her help that what I've been experiencing in the, in the past month that feels like I've been going through some turbulence, energetic turbulence, that's bringing up my own imprinting um, that is br- uh, having me feel at times uncomfortable. It's beyond my control. It's not something I can think my way out of. And in referring to Cheryl uh, and her knowledge of, of my chart, come to find out that these energies everyone's experiencing. So it's very helpful to learn that despite we're having our own experience, everyone is having similar experiences because of the astrological aspects that we're all at the effect of. So we're getting ready to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to introduce my guest. And we're going to talk about the themes uh, that she's going to be taking us through and understanding right now where we are, here's what's happening, and here's the opportunity. So stay tuned. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. 
frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back to Beyond the Imprint. And once again, I'm your host, Kate O'Connell. I'm excited to be coming to you live from Charlottesville, Virginia on the Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. So today I have a guest, a very special guest. Her name is Cheryl Hopkins. She is an astrologer, a channel and speaker whose interest in self-approvement came after a life-changing astrological consultation with her first teacher. It led to her becoming a devoted meditation, I'm sorry, a devoted student of astrology and metaphysics. Her spiritual journey has encompassed mystery school teaching, meditation, yoga, and energy healing techniques such as Reiki and Psyche. She is a conduit for higher frequencies and is evolving her capacity to serve through channeling for others. And today she's going to channel astrology for us and she's going to tell us uh, a lot about what's happening right now that might help people make sense of what they're experiencing in their own personal lives that feels very challenging. So welcome, Cheryl. Hi. It is such an <laughs> honor. And I'm just, I cannot tell you how thrilled I am for you and, and your new role. And this is just so wonderful, uh, this opportunity for you to bring the love and wisdom to those that really will resonate with what you have to say. So thank you right. for inviting me. And yes. Right back at you. Yeah. Yeah. So you and, and, you and I love you our conversation. Yep. You and I did a little bit of, of sort of just checking in briefly to sort of get some underpinnings mm-hmm. as to the things that uh, we'll be talking about today, mostly you, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and kinds of themes that sort of uh, are umbrellas uh, around these astrological aspects that you'll be talking about. So I'm just going to name right off the top. Uh, uh, these are mm-hmm. kind of sort of two parallel uh, themes that we're talking about here. Uh, the first one is, and this was your languaging, which really resonated with me, is uh, you're going to help us understand where we are, what's happening, mm-hmm. and what the opportunity mm-hmm. is. And we're going to mm-hmm. learn about all of that under the other umbrella of themes being the power to transform, aligning with our true purpose, liberation, and committing mm-hmm. to our inner compass. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hand over the mic to you. Mm-hmm. And what would you like to tell us that would be helpful for us to know right now? <laughs> well, first thing is that I like to say is you're not going crazy. <laughs> um, I mean, we, we, I mean, especially if you're sort of uh, somewhat attuned to the, what's going on out in the world and current events, I mean, it can really, that, remember that saying that probably our parents used to use, hell in a handbasket? That seems oh, yes. to be up a lot these days, coming out of people's mouths, you know, and, and while it could have a charge to it, um, there is some truth to that. Uh, But if what we can always do is look at what we're seeing through the lens of, okay, how is this serving the process of evolution? Because after all, human race is here to evolve. 
to evolve yes. our consciousness, to evolve personally, to evolve our capacity to have dominion over the planet, which uh, in a sort of higher perspective of understanding is stewardship, not rape and pillage. So um, we're, we're in a time that as insane as it feels, as disconcerting as it feels, it is also full of opportunity and, and full of potency. Uh, we are living at a time where, at the one hand, structures seem to be coming down. Things that we knew seem to no longer be working. And it kind of catapults you into this space of um, your references are of the old. The new is not really fully established. Maybe there's a glimpse of it. And in the meantime, you're sort of like in this space of kind of limbo in a way. Um, and, and this, of course, is all a feeling sense. Yes. Where and the, what, you're, um, what, what, you, what you're reminding me of is that in the work that I do in the healing process, in the framework that I use, I'm always talking to clients about in order to heal there has to be a destabilizing process in order for there to be change, in order to there be a higher expression of who we are, we have to first destabilize. And I'm hearing you make reference to that. And and you're absolutely right. And, you know, and of course we have to have like, I mean, compassion to the power of 10 for ourselves, for what we're seeing out there in the world certainly with our politics, certainly with our leaders, um, that we have to find a way to uh, move through whatever emotional responses we're going to have to whatever is going on in our personal lives and out in the world. And then we have to try to come back to a place of compassion because ultimately people are doing the very best they can with the sense of awareness that they have about themselves and what's going on at any given point in time. And, and, and that includes people like you and me who know this stuff. But we're yes. just as much at the effect of it as you were speaking of in your in your intro, setting the mood for the show. And it, you did a, a masterful job of just laying it out there. I mean, I love this. I, I have to get this book, Heaven on Earth. I mean, the, the wisdom that the, this um, uh, scholar of the Torah spoke of brought up Krishnamurti for me. And yes. his teaching of each of us is humanity. And until we know that each and every one of us is humanity, in other words, we are the sum total of everything that is in our awareness, that is human, that is nature, that is space. We are all of it. And until we can move beyond just a conceptual grasp of that to an actual knowing of that, uh, we don't quite elevate. We don't quite evolve to where we want to be. And so a time like this is actually helping us to get to that space. But it's so hard to kind of see that or remember that because it's bringing up so much. It's bringing up so much in our national lives, which is reflected in bringing stuff up in our individual lives. And so um, there's a correlation to the placement of where the planets are. Um, we talked earlier about just sort of identifying a, a few key planets and their placements that would speak to this. So firstly, what I would say is that um, we have uh, coming up, um, let's see, 
the new moon in Taurus will be happening in a few days. We have just experienced the full moon in Scorpio. And, you know, Scorpio is a um, a sign that speaks to the deeper undercurrents that are flowing in what we might call the realm of the shadow within each of us, the unconscious material, the very thing that bubbles up to the surface within a person's life that calls them to reach out and call you and set up an appointment because they just can't make sense of anything anymore. <laughs> or you. Know, you. <laughs> um, we're seeing that in... Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, they're, you're seeing it also. And we have to remember, we're seeing it in our leaders. You know, yes. we're seeing it in the, the, the sort of breaking down of things. And so, uh, but at the same time, while Scorpio does rule the capacity to uh, transform, and it is associated with uh, what we might say are taboo subjects or deeply um, intense subjects such as death, such as sex, it is through those processes where the being is transformed into something that is more highly evolved. And when you move to a higher state, all that you were contributes to where you are now and seeds at the same time where you will go next in your evolutionary process. So Taurus, Taurus is, um, going to be the new moon and Taurus represents an opportunity to ground that awareness and understanding uh, into something that um, can. Yes. Go ahead. We're getting ready to go to break. And when we come back, we can talk about uh, the new moon in Taurus. And it's, it is uh, reminding me what you just talked about with the moon in Scorpio, that in my language, we refer to that as the shadow self and the understanding that for healing, there are no detours. You just described exactly what I work with all the time, which is to help people get comfortable in wading through their shadow material. So it's just so exciting to keep having these reflections uh, affirm each other and how we speak about the same things that everyone is dealing with, whether it's conscious or not. So uh, when we come back, we'll talk with our guest, Cheryl Hopkins, uh, and uh, we'll continue this wonderful dialogue. So stay tuned. Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe to Chandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C. Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. 
Certified professional coach Pamela Reeves can help you with your relationships. Motivational and image coaching are just some of the ways she can help you enhance all aspects of your life. Her book, Is It Love or Merely a Sick Attachment, helps readers clearly distinguish healthy, loving relationships from toxic ones. Ms. Reeves has put her words into action through Ray of Hope Kenya, an international initiative that provides outreach to victims of abusive relationships there with the goal of helping them rebuild their lives and the tools to avoid abuse. Ms. Reeves operates various business interest through her umbrella network, Nella LLC, and credits her success to her diverse work experience. Whatever your goals, whether striking a balance, reinventing your image, or simply lifting your lifestyle, Pamela Reeves will help you achieve them. Your life, your call. Dial 410-902-5715 or email Pamela at pamreg01 at verizon.net. She's also on the web at pamreeves.com and on Twitter at Pamela underscore Reeves. Welcome back to Beyond the Imprint. I'm your host once again, Kate O'Connell, and we are excited to be coming to you live from Charlottesville, Virginia on the Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Uh, We are going to continue our conversation with my awesome guest, Cheryl Hopkins, a very gifted evolutionary astrologer. And we left off with where we were with the moon in Scorpio. And now she's going to tell us about the new moon that's happening in a few days in Taurus. So what can we look forward to regarding that, Cheryl? Well, firstly, we want to understand that when we talk about the moon in astrology, we are really thinking of the aspect of the human psyche that reflects the most basic nature of the individual, the instinctive self, the emotional body, the feeling self, the repository of memory, the nurturing needs. Okay? So it's the most vulnerable aspect of self on the individual level. And in the sign of Taurus, new moon represents a new beginning. So a seeding of sorts. Having come from a full moon in Scorpio, dealing with themes of death, sex, transformation, revealing the the stuff underneath and the shadow of the subconscious self that is uncomfortable, that rises up to the surface during this full moon uh, that we just recently had, now moving to the new moon in Taurus, the opposite sign, gives us the opportunity to begin to, with what information, what, what awareness has come up, bubbled up through the, the ground of our conscious psyche, so to speak, in the full moon Scorpio time, in the Taurus time gives us an opportunity to seed perhaps an understanding of the need to ground oneself into the physicality of the earth, to plant two feet on the ground, to reduce things to a more simpler understanding that what can we count on that's tangible? See, in Scorpio, it's about feeling. It's about uh, turbulence and complexity, among many things. Taurus, simplicity. You know, I get up. What time do I get up in the morning? What time do I have to be to work? What is important? What are my duties? What matters? What can I rely on as a day-to-day kind of um, grounding routine? Okay, Being in the body, working with the senses, connecting with nature in order to really just um, ground within the self and ground within the earth. And it is a way to kind of like um, uh, channel, if you will, the uh, turbulence in the previous sign. Taurus is an important sign going forward. 
because we have a significant event happening this month, which we'll talk a little bit more about later when the outer planet Uranus moves into the sign of Taurus for seven years. And this is part of what I'm calling, that's one of the um, the planetary movements that I'm kind of labeling the uh, shift the segue, if you will, into the upcoming planetary or uh, paradigm shift of the 2020s, which is going to be hugely significant. So that's uh, Taurus, and it's happening in Taurus. So Taurus is a direct connection to the body, to the physicality of self, to the senses as an earth sign, you know, relating to the world through the senses. So people might so what find themselves pre- really... Go ahead. What you what you're bringing Jump to in. mind? I was just going to give an, a personal example as you're talking because I'm aware that without realizing that this this was actually happening, is that my very deep intuitive sense was to start creating more space for myself, not overthinking mm-hmm. things, spending more time getting mm-hmm. body work, slowing down, simplifying yeah. my to do list. Mm-hmm. So it's very exciting to hear you speaking about this because it once again it's a reminder that we're very much influenced by these aspects whether we're conscious or aware of it and often are accommodating them. We're getting the information and making adjustments to our own personal experience. Absolutely. And this is why it is important uh, for me, it's just be, become quite an uh, everyday occurrence that when I work with a client, um, oftentimes I find what I'm doing is I am validating for them what they already had a sense of, but they they just needed someone to you know bounce off of someone. So to they so you can tell them that them. they're so you can tell them that they're not crazy. <laughs> exactly. And, and and I take great pride in doing that because yes. nobody is really crazy, even the crazy, what appears to be the craziest among us. You know, crazy. we throw yeah. terms like insane around or whatever. So yes. in any event, um, yeah, so what a lot of what you just stated would be good to start in this new moon time, which will occur on the 15th of the month, which is, you know, um, attending to the body, massages, baths. Walking in nature, um, forms of exercise, uh, just slowing down, simplifying. Yes, slowing down. Yeah, clearing Not overthinking. Head. Yeah, yep. yeah, totally. And and then of course at the end of the month, uh, we move into another full moon in Sagittarius. So from the Taurus time of grounding, the the full moon, which represents the fullest uh, culmination of what occurred at the new moon. Having that new full moon be in Sagittarius would suggest that the grounding, simplifying process and getting back to nat- nature and, and what's real for ourselves can bring up some kinds of um, opportunities around what it is that we perceive about what we believe about ourselves and about life. Perhaps opening up uh, an, an opportunity to travel whether it be physical travel, whether it be traveling within self, such as through maybe a little bit more quiet time, a little bit more meditative time, a little bit more exploration philosophically. These are all sort of Sagittarian themes that might be the culmination of having gotten back to ourselves in the new moon time of Taurus. And so you can look at the phases of the moon, the new moon, full moon, and the signs that they're in as kind of understanding where that all um, what what the, the the temperature is and feeling wise, emotional wise in the collective, and it's very useful 
for 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 getting a perspective on what's going on within oneself. Correct. Yes, it is. It's always I always find it very reassuring to discover through other through uh, astrology and other uh, frameworks to be reminded um, that I'm not on this journey alone, that I'm not the only one having these experiences. Yes, that's very, very reassuring and validating. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, just to sort of jump forward a little bit in time, the summer is a significant time, kind of staying with the, the discussion around the moon, because um, we have a series of eclipses occurring in the summer. And nice. um, eclipses can be can be thought of as intensified new moons, a solar eclipse, or a lunar eclipse, intensified full moons. Um, and so, for instance, the first eclipse that occurs mid-July is uh, significant, for instance, for you um, in your uh, astrological sun. It will be sitting uh, very close to it. Uh, yes. Having an eclipse affect a planet in your astrological chart is hugely significant because it means that it's a time where the universe is inviting you to open up, to take in more life, to take in more expression, to, to, to live out loud as it relates to the particular planet that the eclipse is engaging with. And so for your case, it's the sun. So the sense of autonomy, the identity, the creative self-expression is is being um, amplified or being asked to amplify as an example and so, well that would explain um, why i just where... booked a trip to bimini at that time <laughs> there you go and you, you will, go. and you will be in bimini at that time so it'll that be is very correct. interesting and and just stay attuned stay attuned to what comes up within you with regard to your sense of self and identity and who you how you're experiencing yourself you know, uh, and and how are you experiencing your work in the world because of where your sun is located in your astrological chart? But for for everyone else, I mean, this um, eclipse in Cancer, uh, Cancer is the most personal feeling um, sign in the in the astrological uh, zodiac, uh, and it is about family. Um, um, it is about feelings, families, infants. These uh, mothers are the key um, uh, persons associated with cancer. So nurture, uh, some of the universal uh, characteristics would also be the healer, the sensitive. So for people who have cancer in their chart, this could be a, a significant time where they find an increased tor- turning towards those aspects of expression that reflect cancer. So you're actually speaking um, to one of, our the- one of our themes of aligning with our true purpose. So it feels like as you're talking about this, uh, these eclipses and, and the moon moving into different signs, that we have already started in a very big way touching in on the power of transformation uh, in order to align with our true purpose. Um, when we come back, we're getting ready to take another break. When we come back, we're going to continue this really incredible conversation with Cheryl Hopkins, evolutionary astrologer. Um, and I really look forward to learning more about what it is that's happening now, what the opportunities are and where are we going? So stay tuned. Are you stressed? Is your stress driving you crazy? Do you know there are many ways to relieve the stress? 
The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic does just that. Reduce your stress plus so much more. Established in 1997, the Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic offers an approach to wellness. For those individuals who choose to either utilize appropriate complementary methods to enhance their current medical care, or to those individuals who are on their personal journey toward improved health and wellness through the use of therapeutic bodywork, Reiki energy healing, or hypnosis. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic is owned by Dr. Judy Dean, a registered nurse and board-certified massage therapist and medical hypnotherapist in LaPorte, Indiana. Visit www.spiritwithinmassage-hypnosis.com to see all services offered by Dr. Judy. For a free personal consultation, please call Dr. Judy Dean at 219-326-1380. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic, 219-326-1380. Baby boomers face many challenges, and sometimes you have to reinvent yourself in order to stay on top. Sharon Ball, nurse practitioner and Christian life and wellness coach, can help. Sharon has written a book called Reinventing Yourself Today, and it can help you through the pangs of changing the course of your life. Whether you are looking to stay on track with new goals, a sensible program to help you shed unwanted pounds, or a full kick-butt life reinvention, Sharon can work with you. Follow your passions and live each day according to your dreams and free yourself from the expectations of others. Sharon comes from the heart and shares her own personal journey to reinvention with her clients. Other self-help books inspired her, but few gave her the steps to improve her life, so she created a plan that works. Stress no more. Let Sharon Ball open the door. Sign up for a complimentary life reinvention consultation today at tinyurl.com forward slash get started for free for more of what life has in store. Welcome back to Beyond the Imprint. I'm your host, Kate O'Connell, and we are coming to you live from Charlottesville, Virginia on the Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We have an awesome guest today, Cheryl Hopkins, evolutionary astrologer. She's helping us understand where we are what's happening, what the opportunity is, and I think we're going to find out where we're going as well, which I didn't know. So we have a guest who, uh, I'm sorry, a caller, someone who's called in, and we're going to have him join us, and we'll see where this conversation goes. More interested in understanding what, uh, what the movement of Uranus changing signs and going into Taurus for a number of few months this uh, summer and early fall and what impact it might have in general in the world and well in specific people's charts but since we don't have their charts to look at generally how that might affect everyone great awesome well thanks thanks for calling in Dave David is a colleague of mine, a very well-respected astrologer who uh, specializes in, among other things, sports astrology. Um, And uh, we are going to be collaborating soon on our own radio show. So um, I'm happy you called in. And that's a very important question. It fits right in with what Kate and I had been discussing prior. Um, When we move to um, what's happening now, the movement of the uh, planet Uranus into the sign of Taurus is a significant piece of that. Uh, the movement of Mars into the sign of Aquarius is also a significant piece. So Uranus. Uranus is the first of the outer planets that's discovered. And uh, within a evolutionary framework or a more um, spiritual interpretation of astrology, Uranus um, 
would the outer planets would be seen as representative of higher frequencies. So when all of our needs are being met, our survival needs as represented by the moon, sun, Mercury, Venus, Mars, uh, Jupiter through Saturn, when all of that is being met, then the outer planets um, serve the purpose of awakening us to something that is beyond our survival needs, our personal needs. It moves us into the realm of the sort of impersonal uh, resonance and bigger question, bigger picture questions such as who am I, what, am, what, is, what meaning does my life have, et cetera, et cetera. So Uranus uh, represents the principle of awakening to the fact that there is something beyond my personal needs. Um, it's uh, an energy of revolution. And it has been very key in different times in our history. As a matter of fact, when the United States of America was um, coming into being, Uranus was uh, the key planet having just been discovered that the revolutionary urge was represented in what the colonists broke away from Britain for. Same thing with the French Revolution. So you will find if you go back into history and you look at the times where the outer planets were discovered, that key events happened around roughly a 10 to 20 year span of the discovery of the planet that are a direct reflection of what the planet represents. So Uranus is revolutionary change. It's a, it's a, um, a urge to awaken to something more and higher. So it has been moving through Aries since 2010. Aries, in Aries, it has been asking us to get to what matters to us, to our own personal um, sense of freedom, to be who we are and do what we want. As it moves into Taurus this month, it now takes that um, urge into uh, the fixed Earth energy of Taurus. And as such, um, I... Uh, actually wrote a blog post on this where I think that we're going to see much um, innovation, much awakening, uh, for instance, in awareness of the natural innate intelligence of the physical body. We might find in um, the medical uh, field uh, a growing understanding of the fact that the physical body has its own intelligence and perhaps there will be uh, innovators um, who are out there on the leading edge who have a way of understanding this and can present it to the medical community in a way with which it can be incorporated in their awareness and thereby um, evolve a, an ability to have a more holistic understanding of the human being as in, instead of just individual systems, that it's all part of the whole once again. Um, so I think uh, the physical body, there's going to be uh, awareness and innovation in terms of that. I think we'll also are going to see um, – uh, innovations uh, with regard to uh, clothing, um, with regard to, for instance, um, incorporating technology into clothing. So things that we see currently in sci-fi movies. Yeah, I was going to say Star Trek. Become... Star yes, Trek. Yes, the Jetsons. <laughs> the jet. It is. We are in the time of the Jetsons. You know, and I mean, when you think of the, um, I, I I love the quote from Victor Hugo. To, to really get a sense of Uranus, which is nothing is as powerful as an idea whose time has come. 
yes. That is a, a pure Uranian quote. Uh, Uranus, um, we like to uh, call him the god of thunderbolts and lightning because he represents radical change. He represents the urge to overthrow this, the status quo so that something new can be born. It's a very creative kind of energy, but it's also very electrical. So when one has these aha moments of revelation, of awareness uh, that seem almost psychic, like as if you've been handed some amazing insight that you never quite got before, that's a Uranian moment. And what it does is it has an electrical quality to it where you're charged. Uh, and so it's like, who can receive the charge in the human consciousness? Who can bring the idea through? So as I talked about um, f- uh, fabrics for uh, apparel as well as for other uses, incorporating technology into them. I would also imagine just the, the process of fashion design, um, incorporating more technology, um, food preparation, uh, perhaps uh, design in terms of um, uh, architecture or, um, or other things that we can see. So people who have uh, Taurus in their astrological charts, the movement of Uranus into that sign at some point in time is going to engage those planets. And it is saying to you, it is time to begin to reduce or awaken to a higher level of of expression of what those particular planets are about. You know, we all um, encompass within us collective beliefs that we have swallowed whole because uh, perhaps there have been some very painful experiences that have given a charge to whatever those beliefs are. And so we hold on to them. I mean, Kate and I like to refer to them as imprints. I mean, that's what people yes. come to see, seek help for, to release the imprint, okay? And we, and and we defend Uranus, them as well. We hold on to them and we absolutely. defend them. And this it's is time how you to know let go of dealing them. With something, you, you know how you're dealing with an aspect of the individual that is connected to the outer planet representation in their astrological chart because we will defend the meaning of what those planets um, are, have in the chart. We won't because we feel that if we don't defend, we will die. Yes. And what the planet is actually offering to us is an opportunity to move through that belief by Unfortunately, re-experiencing, re-triggering, but from the awareness that I will not die. I yes. am greater than this. And, yes. and, and it's an invitation to incorporate that, that piece that has been split off or that has been denied because it's been so painful to bring it back into the fold, so to speak. So people who are, have Taurus in the chart... It's time to um, awaken, so to speak, to, uh, I would say, a natural uh, inner knowing. Uh, One of my teachers, um, Stephen Forrest, uh, an internationally known astrologer, I love the example he uses for Taurus, where he says, when if you are in need of of help and you need someone to, to talk to, to give you perspective, would you rather go to some, to a professor who is, you know, PhDs and doctorates or to speak to the elder of a a Native American tribe who is 98, who would you rather speak to? And asking the the Taurus individual. The Taurus individual would say that elder. 
because that person knows what they know from living it, from the school of hard knocks, from having the long view and having been grounded into the, the planet. And there's a natural knowledge and a natural intelligence. I think Uranus uh, moving through Taurus, particularly for Taurus people, is attempting to kind of awaken that up, awaken that into awareness and by clearing out what we feel we need to hold on to and defend. Yes, and you speak to the understanding of what I talk about a lot with clients is uh, that we learn through experience, not through mm-hmm. information. It's cellular. Knowledge, yeah. knowing, yeah. true knowing, deep knowing is cellular, and it happens in response to what we actually experience. Another important piece I think we'll see is innovation and finance. And finance has a direct correlation to Taurus. Taurus is a sign that is most intimately connected with money through its rulership of association with the planet Venus. And so I expect finance to be radically transformed at the end of the seven years that Uranus will transit through Taurus. So cryptocurrency, the blockchain, yes. these are going to become household names just like at one point in time, who had ever heard of email? Who had ever heard of the World Wide Web? And now they're practically utilities. We can't, can't imagine living without them. Uh, cryptocurrency, uh, Bitcoin, blockchain will, will be that. And it forces us, it, it's going to create the kind of revolutionary uh, process whereby we have to radically rethink currency. We have to radically rethink the systems engaged with currency, banks, financial institutions, businesses, and how we assess our, assess our value. Because, again, and this is another imprint within us, that we assess value with a dollar bill or whatever yes. fiat currency, you know, the individual uses in their country of origin. So what is our, what is our, how is our value assessed now in, in the marketplace, in the world? How do we assess our own sense of worth as in connection to what that asset is? So all of that is going to be up for, for, for um, review and remaking. Um, and and it what brings equipment. to mind what yes. what you're speaking about what comes to mind is I'm thinking about all of these incredible uh, climate experiences natural uh, world experiences I'm losing uh, the words to describe it but I'm thinking of the volcano that's erupting in Hawaii where this, these are the things that are that will bring us to this awareness because your house all of what you've worked for for 30 years can disappear overnight, whether it's hurricanes, whether it's volcanoes, lava, rivers of lava. And it's just really profound to be witnessing all of this on a daily basis. Absolutely. So the, again, the earth herself will be quite active because Taurus is, is very closely associated with the earth. I mean, I'm sure the young people who got together and created the concept of Earth Day back in the 70s had no idea they, they were no doing idea. so during the <laughs> astrological sign of Taurus. That's right. So <laughs> we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to find out some more information that helps us understand where we are, what's happening, what is the opportunity, and where are we going? Hopefully not in a handbasket. 
<laughs> so stay tuned. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomenon while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Wait No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Wait No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Wait No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Wait No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Welcome back to Beyond the Imprint with my guest, Cheryl Hopkins. And in the theme of ebb and flow, we have been flowing so magically that we do not have much time left. So we're just going to have to have you back, Cheryl. How about that? <laughs> Will you come back to talk it. to our listeners? And I'm sure it's going to be yeah. equally interesting and exciting given what's going to be going on in the future from everything you've shared with us. What I do want to make sure happens in the few minutes that we have left is I want our listeners uh, to know how to find you. So I understand you're going to be presenting at an upcoming conference. Where? What is it? And when? Yes. Um, the conference is the United Astrology Conference, or called UAC. It will be happening in Chicago, May 24th to the 30th. This is an international conference that you, typically happens every four years, where uh, many astrologers from all different um, uh, approaches and frameworks from around the world come together and teach. It's uh, the biggest conference in, in, in Western astrology. So I'm that's excited very, about that. I'll be presenting there. And that's then, very um, astrology. Uh, the, say that again? I said that's very exciting. I want people to know about your yeah. newsletter. Yes. So um, I have started my newsletter again, and uh, everyone can go to my website, astrologyempowers.com. 
and sign up for the newsletter. Um, also, I will be partnering with a colleague, um, David Chipman, a fellow astrologer, and we'll be creating a blog talk radio show called Diverse Astrology. So sometime this summer, we're going to get um, going with that. So people can just sign on to the newsletter in order to find out what I'm doing, and um, I'll keep everyone posted. So let's talk I about also, you created us. Yeah, the special offer for our audience. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, for uh, I wanted to, to do something special to commemorate my time here. So um, I'm offering $25 off the regular price of a natal session with me. That's a 70, 60 to 75 minute session. Um, just go to astrologyempowers.com slash shop and use the code BT. I-A-S-T-R-O, Beyond the Imprint Astro. <laughs> and Wonderful. $25 off the session with me. So listen, Cheryl, we flowed, and now we're going to have to wind down. And would you be willing to come back and talk to us again? That was an incredible conversation. Would love to. Anytime. That, that would be amazing. So just remember... Uh, my book is available on Amazon, Beyond the Imprint, and you can reach me at beyondtheimprint at gmail.com uh, with any questions and uh, find out more about the work I'm doing on O'ConnellKate.com. O'Connell, uh, we have learned a lot today. Uh, it's been a real gift to have Cheryl on. I've been working with astrologers my whole life, and she is, my opinion, is Uh, the most dynamic astrologer I've ever worked with and has been very helpful in helping me navigate my journey. So thank you again for listening. Uh, Please tune in next week on Thursdays at noon to be on the imprint. And remember 866-451-1451 if you want to call in and talk to us. It's uh, It's been wonderful and thank you for the privilege of your time. This has been Beyond the Imprint with your host, Kate O'Connell. Begin your journey towards greater health, harmony, well-being, and satisfaction each week here on Kate O'Connell's Beyond the Imprint. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.